listening to the Art of Fulfillment podcast. We interview the world's most fulfilled people to share with you the strategies, techniques, and ideas that can help you master your own art of fulfillment. Life isn't about external success. It's all about fulfillment. Or in other words, how you feel about yourself when you are by yourself. everyone welcome to another episode of the art of fulfillment podcast we have our first ever repeat guest on the show one of my favorite guests that i have had on the show so that's why i wanted to get him back on and i've been pestering this guy being like yo come back on the show come back on the show but he's such a good guy and he's so popular and people want him on their shows he's doing his shows and it's it's cool to just finally get him on here but nonetheless we've connected you know, over the past year and a half through this podcast. And we were just talking about this before the show that, you know, we've become such great friends and we're helping each other out. And when I say that this guy has had such a positive impact on my life, that's literally an understatement, seriously. Like, and, and because of that, I want to expose him to you guys and and have you dig into his world because i know that if you do that you will also see a positive benefit in your life because this guy's all about giving he's got a great message great story he's an inspiration to me inspiration to others if you ever hear me on this podcast reaming you for saying you don't have time and look up this guy here he is right here so if you haven't listened to me and looked it up i'm just putting him right in front of you so anyways long-winded intro Oh, I follow that. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show again, man. Dude, Joe, it's it's so so good to be on here again. We talk often, so this is nothing like out of the woodwork. This is like daily, man. We uh, we've talked a lot more, and it's so we were talking about you're, you you telling your parents that we met online like 15 years ago. That would have been weird, dude. But like, this is totally like a lot of the guys, like our, our mutual friend Travis, like. Mm-hmm. we met online and it's some of the closest people in my life easily. Like I can count on one hand. Right. And it's just, we live in such a special time. And I know as we're recording this in April, 2020 with the COVID-19 pandemic, like we were saying, dude, I, never have I been closer to other people mm-hmm. when we've been so physically separated. And it's just such an incredible time to live in. And going back to your, your introduction, man, it's, it's hard to even reciprocate that, but, but I know even when my words won't suffice that you know that you have done more than enough because I was in a dark place, not working out and recovering from an injury. And I think that's why relationships get so strong. If I may start off with that is, mm. is because they're reciprocated, right? It's not one way. Like if you want to help me, that's cool. Cause you want to help people. But if I don't even want to help me or, or reciprocate it in any way, then what incentive do you really have? And, and you have to have commitment from both sides and you've, you've helped me get out of that. And then with another mutual friend, Chris, that we're, we've been connected with, you know, through other people and it just goes on and goes on. And that's a whole other, another, another tangent, but you guys have helped me stay accountable and, and help continue to create the person that I want to be, to be in a position to have such an introduction like you've given me there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Well said. Well said. And I a thousand percent agree on everything in there for sure. Like seriously, like, and, and it goes back to the quote that you and I have, you know, heard a lot in our positivity mastermind that we do on Tuesday nights and, and through knowing Chris is like, we rise by lifting each other up. And I think you and I both, we've, we've risen together 
because we've lifted each other up along the way and surrounded ourselves with other people who have been able to do that. Right. And so that's really cool. One thing that, you know, obviously I love about you and everything is like, dude, you're such a giver and everything. And I think that's, you know, I'm also a giver by nature. And so is Chris worth who, you know, we've had on the show and who you just mentioned there and Travis, all those guys, we're all givers. We're all give, 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 give. And it's great. But dude, like, I know like you recently released a contemplation on this and I really want to kind of yeah. start off with this, if you will, is that at what point, like, do you, and I know that, you know, you're I'm speaking from personal experience here. Cause I know you give so much. At what point do you really have to like take a step back and start taking care of yourself? And I know this is a journey that you're going on and why, why, why are you going on this journey and why do you think it's going to help you give more in the long run? Yeah. So a lot of times we don't even know, what we're going through. Like we don't know ourselves. Like I was just talking to a guy on my podcast. He was 300 pounds, massively overweight, and he was in complete and utter denial. So you can think about if the mind allows us to experience denial on such a massive scale of where we physically can't tell that there's something wrong with us. Imagine if you don't see what is quote unquote wrong with you. So my journey started with podcasting a little bit over two years ago and I've, you know, done 270 plus episodes since then, 155 guests. And I've been obsessively helping other people, but it wasn't until I had, what's today? A week ago to the day already, I had a mentor session with somebody I look up to the author of my favorite book, third circle theory, my favorite self-help book. And he essentially told me that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. And that's really hard for somebody like me to hear who thinks he knows exactly what's going on in his life. Now, I say that with the context of, I have a pretty good idea of what I'm doing with my life. And I understand that to a level. And I am trying to, like we we're saying, separate from the pack and not just live my life day to day, nine to five, nine to five, nine to five, waiting for the mm-hmm. weekend. But not until I spoke with him that I see that I was 300 pounds overweight. Like, mm-hmm our friend on my last podcast. And I had to have somebody else tell me that I was focusing and essentially like we were talking offline, I was deflecting my lack of purpose, my lack of focus, my lack of goal setting, my map, my lack of having a map for my own life, a strategy to obtain the long-term goals I have. I was lacking all of this and deflecting all of this, hey, let's bring people on my podcast to find their purpose and tell them about goals and behaviors and helping other people. But I was filling all of my free time seven days a week with helping people do that and neglecting myself. And not until I had this, this conversation with this gentleman, PJ, did he really realize, because he asked me the tough questions, you know, the strategic, direct questions about my life and goal setting and what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it. And frankly, I had no idea how I was going to do it. And so he gave me a lot of advice. I wrote it all down and uh, it was tough. It was, it's hard to hear uh, those kind of things when you think you know what's going on and, and you really don't like our, my friend that 300 pounds didn't, didn't know. And it sounds crazy. And it, and it sounds crazy to me. Like I feel as if I have things figured out, whatever that means, but I, but I really don't. And I've been, I relate it to a physical sense. So when people work out a lot or they run a lot, you know, they lift weights, they hit a plateau and I, I've been feeling off for a couple months, like a month or two. And like, I really want to level up again. I feel like I'm a, I feel like I'm doing well, but I just, I haven't, I haven't even broken the surface, you know, like I, I got so much more I want to give to other people. 
and to myself. And then when I had this conversation with him, I really realized that I was neglecting all those, all everything I wanted to do, all the goals, everything that I kept on telling myself that I was going to get to. I was like, holy shit, I'm actually that guy. I am, I am the guy that says I'm going to do it and never doing it. And how can you expect to get to something? How can you expect to get to something if you don't have a map? You know, I was in the Navy and he's like, you're in the Navy, right? Yeah. What happens if you were on a ship in the middle of the ocean and everybody's like, where are we going? And the captain just throws up his hands and goes, I don't fucking know. Like, we're going to get a new captain, right? Like, if he doesn't know where we're going, then put somebody in charge that knows what's happening and knows where to go and how to get there. And he said, you know, you can get to an island and then another island, but you go to land. People die when they're stranded at sea. You're dying right now, man. And you're deflecting your lack of purpose into helping other people find their purpose. Really hard for me to hear. But the best way I can answer that question that you posed to me is what I'm going through. I'm always saying, you know, you can always have the time to do it. You don't find the time. You make the time. And dude, I need to make the time for me. Like I, I need to make the time for me. And I was telling it in Instagram, like the saying of, I, I need to pull the arrow back to shoot it forward, right? I, I need to pull back a little bit, reanalyze, readjust, essentially make a business plan for my life. And I know when I follow through with my goals more and I focus on me more, it's okay to be selfish in that sense. Because ultimately, through that struggle and a sense of mass frustration right now that I, I really, the reality of it is I don't really know what's going on, I'll be able to help more people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Well said. Well said. I love the arrow analogy too. Because even when I was thinking, it's like the farther back you pull sometimes, like the further the arrow is going to go, right? And so sometimes you got to pull back really far in order to go forward. I love that, that visualization right there. And I, I just want to say, and I, I've already told you this, but I'll say it again, dude, I commend you for being so open to the difficult feedback that was given to you. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, if someone told me that, I would, ah, man, like I literally feel it in my body when you tell the story, like the, how I would feel if someone told that to me, like just this, you know, cognitive dissonance, like this, this resistance in my head. That's just kind of like, wait, I I thought I know what's going on. And kind of like, I can totally just see how reality can seem to just totally flip on your head. So I guess in that, when you're hearing these things, what makes you like, open to that feedback and have you use that as something that's going to push you forward and actually, you know, using that frustration as a tool as opposed to one that holds you back. Cause I think a lot of people let ego get in the way. A lot of people will be like, Oh dude, like I got my shit together. What is this guy talking about? But for you, like how did you get yourself to be so open-minded and actually take that advice in? Yeah. So that's a phenomenal question. I think something we all struggle with and it's funny that you bring up ego because he asked me about ego and I'm pretty sure it's going to be in the main portion of the podcast. So people will be able to hear it. I didn't have an answer for him. I was like, Oh, that's a good question. I'm like, so fucking on my heels, you know, like Mm. I didn't know how to answer it. And it's funny because I did know the answer, but do I really, if I can't answer it then, you know? And so ego definitely gets in the way could get in the way, but why do I listen to him? Why do I listen to him and his advice or his mentoring, you know, and go, you know, what does he know? I, 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 I feel as if I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing a lot better than I was before. You know, he doesn't know anything. I, f- I feel as if that's mm. a, a very common, immediate thought that comes to our minds. And I'm very huge on analyzing my own thoughts and subscribing to the notion that I am not 
my immediate thoughts. And that's something that somebody told me years ago and I, I fully, fully subscribe to. So this is somebody like I, I had dropped earlier was somebody who wrote my favorite self-help book. It, nobody really knows about it. And it was just a book that really, it was exactly what I wanted to or needed to hear at that point in my life. And because it was so impactful and I've, I've read it over and over again and the pages are withering and the highlights are fading and I actually got to talk to somebody that I didn't get to talk to and he actually took 30 minutes out of his time to talk to me. And yeah, he has a massive net worth and he does everything he wants to and, and that's a part of it. And I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't want some of that. Mm -hmm. But what I'm more interested in how wealthy his mindset is and I can directly see that he applies what he mentally subscribes to because he has these things. Now, materialistic, you know, these objects don't always correlate. There's, there's millionaires next door everywhere, everywhere. I get it. I've read a trillion, believe me, I've read a trillion books on it and I know people like that. However, because I love that book and because I've been following his content for literally years, I can see how true and see that he's actually living what he wrote in that book. So by the time, like, five years pass and I'm actually talking to the dude, I'm going to fucking listen, you know, like, because not only did he read the book and I loved the book when I read it and that probably would have been enough to me, but I always have a little level of skepticism and self-help books. What's this guy trying to sell me? You know, that mm -hmm, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I followed him and he was very consistent with his message, which you are and which all the guys we talked to are and which they even said on the call last night, we're very consistent with that message and, and our uh, vulnerability and our positivity. And it's real and it's coming from a really real raw place. So I saw that in him. So again, to reiterate, when the time finally came and the cards, you know, came up, the stars aligned, I was like, this is my time. And I know that it's going to be tough to hear. And I was like, how can I be the guy that tells everybody that you don't find the time, you got to make the time. And how can I be the guy that tells everybody you have to have people in your life that tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And then here's my moment. And lo and behold, funny enough, I've been having a kind of a funk for the last couple of months and I feel like I want to level up. I have, I have no freaking clue how to level up. And you know why I didn't know how to level up, Joe? It's because I didn't know how to level up and I didn't have a plan. And I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So ultimately, after I thought about it and I've been thinking about it and talking to you and talking to uh, my wife about it, I actually don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So even if I had a little bit of this guy doesn't know what he's talking about in me. When I thought about it and all the emotions were separated and I got to think objectively, he was absolutely right. So if I had any skepticism, it was solidified with my rational mind. And I absolutely have to listen to his feedback because when I thought about it, I was like, I, I, I don't, I have, you want to make X amount of money. Great. How are you doing it? I have no idea. What does that mean? Do you want to have that X amount of money, a net worth, or do you want to have past or like, this is just a fiscal example, but mm. I didn't have answers to any of those questions, you know? So ultimately it boils down to, we live in an age of information and who do you listen to? And I listened to him because of his consistency of his message, his authenticity. He, he says himself, he's like, I'm an asshole. A lot of people think I am, but it's coming from a genuine place, you know, like, you cuss, I cuss sometimes, and it doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It just, they're just, they're just, just words, man. It doesn't, what matters is what people's actions are. And I listened to him. This is the takeaway. I listened to him because of his actions consistently over a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. And, and it's, it's really cool to see that 
especially when I think one of the biggest messages in the self-help community nowadays is like, don't listen to anyone. Do you like who the fuck cares what other people think? Like you're special, but like sometimes we need to fucking hear that. Right. Like we, especially from someone who you look up to, right? Like for me, like, you know, I work with someone who I work, look up to and if she texts me right now and, and was like, Hey, like, I think you should be doing X, Y, and Z. I'd probably fucking listen. Like, you know what I mean? If Tony Robbins texted me, he was like, I think you should do this. Probably fucking listen. But if like, you know, Joe Schmo, not me, like some other guy named Joe came up and was just like, Hey, you should live your life. I'm probably gonna be like, fuck you. But all to say is that I think you laid out clearly a roadmap of like what people can think about in their mind. If someone is getting the information off of Instagram, off a call, maybe off a text message that someone's sending them. And I think again, man, I, I totally commend you for being open to those opportunities. So I'm curious, like, cause I think what your thought process is right here is something that can be translated to a lot of people right now during this coronavirus pandemic, right? A lot of people are home. There's some free time for some people. It depends. I understand. I'm not going to make a blanket statement that everyone has that time. But I think for those who do have the time to maybe take a step back and start to plan on their life and get specific, what, what is, how are you thinking about going into that process and, and maybe, you know, what those steps clearly are that, you know, you're going to be able to find yourself during this time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we talked about a few things and I'm still working it out. And I think it's, it's good for anybody that is going through this in themselves or wants to go through it is I'm living it right now. And I don't have all the answers right now, but I fully intend to have the answers by taking steps forward. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to know, like I need a plan and I need that map to be able to crush my goals, which I will. And I've already decided that I will crush those goals. So it's out of the question. So my why is there, but now I just need to figure out the how. And as long as my why is there and I already know that I'm going to accomplish what I set out to do, the rest of it doesn't really matter. I know I can figure it out. I know I have the internet. I know I have friends like you and the group of friends I have. So I know I can figure out how to do it. That is definitely not the problem. So I'm, you know, I'm going to continue to listen to the people that are doing what I want to do and the people that have been where I have been and experienced what I want to do. But how am I going to do that? Like I said, one step at a time and I'm not going to be afraid to ask for help. That's, that's definitely a a proper tangent would be asking for help. You've been very helpful in this, but for me, for not literally not having the time and genuinely meaning it, I understand, like you said, I'm huge on time allocation. So if I genuinely am not doing something and it's a time issue, something needs to change. A variable needs to change. So the very first thing I'm doing is just cutting things out of my life. Then the, apart from my family, the number one thing that I care about is this podcast and helping other people and learning from the guests that are on my podcast. I said this podcast, but podcasting in general and, mm-hmm. and definitely my podcast. So it was with heavy heart to slash my podcast frequency in half. I still kept it. It's going to still be a thing. But even if things, I think you may not have a podcast if you're listening to this, but if something is near and dear to your heart, a passion, a hobby, something that you're doing, but it's taking away from what you ultimately want to do, it's got to go. And it doesn't have to go all the way. Just like if you want to get up earlier and you get up at eight today and you want to get up at five, get up at 745 tomorrow and then 730, something like that. So it's going to be a process, man. It's a really dynamic situation. 
And I'm going to have to learn and I'm going to have to continue to have that open mindset to be able to take the feedback like I did from PJ and you and all the other guys. And I'm going to have to constantly pivot, be able to change my trajectory, but constantly moving forward. So I'm going to cut things out of my life. Uh, engagement. I, I'm, I was like having a phone call every single day with somebody that I met randomly speaking about people, people on the internet that I'm meeting. I would just be like, Hey, I'm not going to text you. I'll just call you. Give me your number. And I would call up some almost every day. This, this is daily occurrence. And I'm not doing that anymore. And it's really hard. I feel like a piece of shit because I'm not doing it, but I'm not taking, like you were saying, and some other guys were saying like, I'm pouring from an empty cup right now and I need to really work on me. So not only am I cutting out my passion project, my podcast, I'm cutting it down. I'm slashing it and it's still going down, but I am not over committing. I am just going to cut things out of my life as much as I possibly can. And it's going to take time because I have commitments for the next four weeks and I'm not going to bail on people. Like you're, you know, I'm on this podcast right now and I genuinely want to be on it. And literally the way to answer your question is in of the question itself of what you've posed to me is literally discussing it, whether it be with yourself out loud. I don't, I don't like keeping thoughts within my head. Say it out loud, write it down, have a friend. If you don't have a friend to talk to, just literally record into your phone and pretend like you're talking to somebody, but there's no excuses, right? Like just be patient too. Like, I want to do it. I, I, part of me wishes I didn't have commitments for the next month, but I do. I'm going to stay true to my word and I'm going to, I'm going to speak with those people. But I already know I have the, the birds out of the cage already. You know, like I, I'm flying freely already knowing the fact that I've, I've, I've already committed. When the mind commits, it's, it's hard to go against that. So I've already committed that I'm going to make the change. So not only do I believe in myself already that I'm going to make and achieve these goals that I have, but I've already committed that this is the way I'm going to pivot my life and that I'm going to have to be able to continue to listen to people, ask for help, take their advice, apply their advice. Cause I'm big on that too, man. Like this is cool. Great, great podcast, Joe. Thanks. Super entertaining. But if I don't apply anything you just said, like what the fuck, man, you know, like I should probably go listen to a murder podcast and and just get shock value or something. You know? but, you know, there's no need to listen to this shit. It doesn't matter. You know? So there, it's a, it's a complicated question because, or it's a complicated answer. Even though the question might be simple, like, what are you doing? It's complicated. And I always want to say on like on my podcast and people I talk to, it's what I'm articulating for me right now is, is not going to work for you maybe, but it might, but you could take pieces of it. Right. And then you could probably take pieces of things that Joe has said in other episodes and in his Instagram and everything that he's doing. And, you need to find what works for you. So I'm just taking it one day at a time, man. And I'm literally just doing the best I can. That's it. I love that. I love that, man. And, and I think you preface that out with such a powerful point is that you're like figuring out is not the problem. Like, and I love that you have that mindset and that belief because I think that's where a lot of people stop. They're like, I don't know what it is. Probably can't figure it out. So fuck it, gonna go watch like eight hours of Netflix every day, you know, why not? It's the easy way out. But like, I love how like, that's just not the problem. Like, like right off the bat, you were like, that's not the problem and do it. And I don't want to like undermine that at all because I think that's sure. such a key crucial thing to your mindset and what leads to your success. But at the same time, I also want to also harp on the importance of just, you know, taking it day by day, being open to the process, doing what works for you, like, and implementing knowledge that you're hearing it every day because you're right, man. Like, and, and you know, I'm still learning, like, you know, I, 
I have goals for myself. I know where I need to be. I know it's a, it's a process. It's going to take time. And when you think about how long it might take, it can get super anxious. But the, the notion of just taking it day by day is so powerful, especially like when it's a big kind of scary, huge question lurking. So I love the way that you articulated that. And I have no doubt personally, and I've told you this a million times, I'm going to tell you a million one time right here that I would bet the farm that you're going to succeed. You're going to hit the goals that you have for yourself. No doubt about it. And one reason why I know that is not because you know, you're my great friend, but because I know that you have something that drives you, you have a deeper why. And you mentioned that in that answer, you're saying, I know my why, I know all that. I think a lot of people nowadays don't have a specific why they don't have something that drives them. And I think that's what sets you apart from a lot of people like to give people some context who aren't familiar with Christoph, who are listening for the first time, who haven't listened to the first episode, which by the way, I would encourage you guys to go listen to the first episode to hear his story, um, how he was in the Navy and made the career transition and started the podcast. It's a good background to Christoph. Like definitely check that one out. Saying that now, like for your why, like what drives you? Because again, I want to highlight some of the things that Christoph has been doing. I mean, he's got massively successful podcast, interviewed um, like just awesome people like Chad Wright, Grant Cardone, um, just a massive list of guests, which is amazing. Uh, he's read a book a week for a year, which he just finished, which is nuts. He's also raising a just about one-year-old daughter. Um, he went through a move all at the same time. He's also looking into real estate products. He's doing a bunch of stuff. He's working out. Like the guy, the guy can do it all, and I know it's because he's got a why that drives him. So now my question to you, Christoph, is what does drive you? What is that why? What is that thing that keeps you going? And the thing that you're going to hold on to as you go through this process of self-discovery and self-betterment? Yeah, in one word, it's growth. Mm. More specifically, or not more specifically, that, that would be an incorrect way to describe what I'm about to say. It kind of goes back with your last question. It's a very dynamic thing, and I'm going to continue to be patient and evolve my why. But I do love growth. I love seeing what I'm capable of. One of the things I love talking about, because I saw it in myself, was selling myself short. And that's one of the things I really try to help with people is, dude, or chick, you are probably selling yourself short. And you need to just take a step back and, and know that it is possible. Know that you can do what you want to do. And even if you don't know what you want to do, if you do want to be somebody different, you can be somebody different. And again, like I was just talking to that guy, man, he a drug addict, and then he became a food addict. And then now he's redirecting that power into who he wants to be. And he's helping other people. So my why is just really, and it's hard because you, you really are catching me in the thick of it in this transition, this mental transitional phase where I'm essentially redefining my why. Because if you would have asked me eight days ago before I had that interview with PJ, I probably would have said very confidently that my why is helping other people find their purpose and passion and ensuring that they're not selling themselves short, which is something I still believe in. And it's part of my why, but now I've understood and I, and I am beginning to understand more that my why is a little bit different because like you said, I'm doing a lot of things. And one of the things he articulated to me is my lack of focus. I love doing a lot of different things. And we've talked about this a little bit too. I'm, I'm reading a ton about real estate, I've been trading stocks, 
I have the kid, you know, I, I, it's, it's amazing. And I have a day job and I podcast and I'm trying to help people and I'm calling people and I'm all of these things. But dude, you only have so much time in the day. And quite frankly, how do you expect to become an expert at anything when you're doing so many things? And if time is the only thing we can't make more of, then there is only so much time you can give to so many things throughout the day. So let's take a breath. Stop. Silence is all right. That's something I need to do too. That's one of the things I told you. Literally just stop. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. I'm moving way too fast. I'm constantly distracting myself, Joe. I was constantly distracting myself for two years. So I need to further define my why because I can't even fully answer that right now. I do know that I have an extreme passion for helping other people because I know in my story already that I was selling myself short in a lot of things that I was doing. And I really, really want to wake people up and have them take the red pill and go, dude, we're living in the fucking matrix. Like there, once you start learning how much you don't know, it's, an, it's addictive. And that's why my one word of my why was growth. Because since I took the red pill, and yes, I am a fan of that movie. Yes. Since I took the red pill and I've seen how much growth I can have, it excites me so much about how much more growth that I can have in the future perpetually, right? And that's why I was in the funk for the last two months or so until PJ told me, uh, how do I level up? How do I level up? I know there's growth. I know there's growth. There's, I don't have what I want, even though I don't really have an idea like a good idea, like he was saying about what it is. I know I don't have those things. And it's not just, again, monet, you know, fiscally speaking or things or, you know, whatever have you, but I'm not living the lifestyle I want. Why not? Other people are doing it. Why, why not? So I, I need to figure out how to grow and that's it. It's by taking those deep breaths and, and understanding that it is that dynamic process and, and continuing to work on it. And you know what? I do love, I do love trading. I do love real estate. I do love the podcast, but I'm, I'm, if I intend to be a, an expert, a professional at something, I'm going to have to slow down and I'm going to have to really just funnel some things down to like funnel my time into something. And I, I'll probably, you know, I'm still going to do the podcast a little bit and I'm still going to do some other things, but I'm going to lessen the frequency in trading and I'm probably going to funnel it into something else, man. But uh, you just got to be okay with continuing to be patient with yourself and, and understanding and, and also being okay that you may not have all the answers right now, but it coincides with the other thing that you pulled out of my first statement, your last question, which was, it's all right, man. You just uh, got to continue figuring it out. And, and that's fine that you don't know right now. And uh, <laughs> you don't need to know how right now, because mm. as long as you subscribe to the mindset of knowing that you will do whatever it takes to get there, then you'll figure out the rest as long as you ask questions and you're honest with yourself and you take the time to create that life business plan. Then the, the, how, the how will present itself, but not just magically, <laughs> but it will present itself when you go look for it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you answered the follow-up question that I was going to have there, which was like, <laughs> what? Yes. Good job, man. Uh, it was like, uh, oh, cause I was going to ask like, if there is a person right now who is stuck, like maybe just lost and they don't know what to do. And I think what you said right there is just great. It's just, maybe you don't even have to know how right now, but if you have the guide point and you're asking questions and you're learning and like you're taking the actions every day, they're going to get there. And I think that's a really, really important concept. Um, 
when it comes yeah, to that. Be, be the sponge. I mean, it's that's like a, <laughs> I was on a podcast earlier today. We probably said a, like literally probably 20 cliches and it was like <laughs> the cliche podcast and we were just joking about, I mean, they're, they're there for a reason and mm. uh, be, be the sponge, like really be the sponge and just take it in and just be okay with just listening. And I don't know if it was you or somebody else on the mastermind this week, but talking about, you know, just listening and it might've been Travis or somebody that mm-hmm. just, it's okay. You know, you don't always have to be so, so you need to take action to have things be accomplished clearly. However, it doesn't have to be action, 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 but be patient, be okay with the silence, take a couple deep breaths, ask for help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it reminds me of a quote that says, I'm going to butcher the exact wording of it, but I think it's something to do with like abundance is not adding more things. It's, it's cutting out things. It's saying no to more. It's actually being more content with less. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because it's so counterintuitive, right? And the typical success podcast will kind of go around and be like, get the money, get the cars, get the girls, get the deals, get on these shows, which is all great. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, do I want a lot of money? fuck yeah. Like, do you want a lot of money? Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes it gets to a point where it's like, you know, it's maybe you just got to just focus on maybe one or two things that you really want or one or two skills that you want to master as opposed to like the whole palette of things out there, right? It's like a buffet, right? Like you you go out to a buffet and if you load your plate up too much and you eat too much, you're going to get sick. But if you go and you maybe have like one or two foods that you like, even though there's the option of that, you're going to walk away from that buffet just feeling fine. You're going to feel energized. You're going to feel good as opposed to just feeling like, you know, a fat bloated piece of crap after eating like everything in sight, you know? It's and hard to say no, just like that buffet though. It's hard to say no, man. When you're hungry, you know, you're hungry, you don't know what you're hungry for the buffet analogy. I'm going to take it and run with it. When you're hungry, you eat everything on the buffet. And right now I'm eating everything in my life, dude. And I just, I'm sick and I need to take a step back. I need to stop eating and I need to figure out, I just need to eat the crab legs, man. Eat the crab legs. The eat good the stuff. crab legs. Yeah. You have to get the good stuff. Just a few crab legs and that's it, man. <laughs> this is a good analogy. I'm wondering, and I'm curious because at the same time, I know that you mentioned like patience. I think it's awesome because I'm very bad at that. I'm, I'm not, not a patient person. I kind of want the now, 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 the typical millennial, you know, and um, but that's just me. And it's a fall that I work on every single day. But are you taking into consideration any sort of urgency into this? And how are you balancing urgency with patience? Because I know I've heard those two things kind of balance. Like at one hand, you have like, the part of the community where I think Gary V he's like saying like patience, patience, patience. And then you have another side, which is like Tom Billu. And he says, like, literally he says, fuck patience. Like you got to go for it. Yeah. Is urgency playing a role in this at all, even though you are slowing down and kind of taking. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's such a good point to bring up both uh, Tom and, and and Gary and they're, they're such knowledgeable dudes and I, I, I love their, their content, but one of the things I've touched on, I think in this podcast, and I, I touch on in probably every podcast that I'm on and, and that I create is it's, it's different for everybody. So what works for Tom works for Tom, what works for Gary works for Gary, and it works really well. And they focus on that one thing, like I need to focus on my one thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I shared with you that quote that uh, one of my guests shared with me the other day about something I have on my whiteboard here. Now I look at it every day is your passion is only as good as your urgency. So there is a sense of urgency, urgency into it, but I don't believe the urgency as like, I'm going to dissect and 
say what urgency is in my own words when I define urgency from this. Now, I understand your passion is only as good as your urgency. So essentially, you do have to make moves forward to obtain your passion and to get those goals. Now, urgency doesn't have to be, oh, I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I have to get, you know, I'm not getting progress, I'm not getting progress, I need to do this, I need to do this. You need to take it back down to one of the things that is the most powerful driving factor in this world for me, again, is consistency and building the momentum and understanding that these little incremental changes have the biggest results in my life. So I do believe in your passion is only as good as your urgency, but I understand that the urgency isn't a sense of self of where I'm just constantly going as hard as I can in every single moment, but understanding that every single moment, even down to the second or the minute can change my life forever because we're talking about me waking up in the morning. Like every week I set my clock back one more minute and I get up in one more minute earlier. So those one more minutes, you know, I started at like 545 or something or six, I can't remember. And now I'm up to like 523 or 520. So I have that much more time to do my workout and I'm going to bed that much earlier. Most of the time, it's going to get better now after this. <laughs> uh, you're right. That's one of the things I'm struggling with. So, so what I'm saying is in all seriousness is there needs to be some urgency. I define this urgency in, in this phrase as in understanding that you just can't sit around expecting things to happen. You need to have an urgent urgency of, of moving forward, of wanting to drive results and then actually taking action to drive those results and just move. Now, I want to continue to be patient. And I definitely am a huge person of who picks and chooses like little thing from Tom, little thing from Gary, and I apply it and I just create my own masterpiece. And I, I have a sense of urgency of knowing I can't sit around and knowing that if I do sit around, nothing's going to happen. But I also am able to apply patience and understand that it's okay to take a deep breath and think because if I don't take the time to think, like I understand, I, I can go back, you know, on the high level 10,000 foot view. And I can understand that if I don't take those breaths and actually think and strategize how I'm going to attack these goals in the rest of my life and be able to help myself and help other people, then I'm not going to do it, right? I can have the, all this urgency I want, but if I'm headed in the wrong direction, I'm going to crash my car. I'm going to drive off the road and I'm not going to be headed in the right direction, I need to slow off. I need to pull over. You guys don't remember this. You pull out a map and you look at it and you map your map, you know? But now, you know, there's no ways for life, right? So Yeah, like, we're like, what the fuck's a map? You know, yeah, what's a map, you know, right? Um, that's almost before my time. I'm not that old, but I'm still a millennial. But the thing is, is like, I, I need a, the only reason I said that is because I needed to pull over and you need to like look at a map, right? So like, I need to go out there and I need to draw my own map. And I understand that, I'm going to be able to move faster once I map it out and then mm. I'll be able to rock and roll with my urgency and my passion will be able to be fulfilled. Speaking of the art of fulfillment, right? Like I will be able to have that sense of fulfillment. And right now I feel a lack of it because I do feel in this purgatory state, but I understand, like we're talking about the arrow being pulled back. I understand like between the arrow getting pulled back, you know, where it is flat and where it's getting pulled back, there's that purgatory state, but it's absolutely necessary to be able to be shot forward. So 
you're asking about my why and this is the, the podcast about fulfillment and I'm, I still got to figure those things out for myself. But to answer your question about urgency, there is a sense of urgency, but my urgency doesn't matter if it's not built on a good foundation. I could want to build the biggest skyscraper ever with my life, but if I don't build a foundation and I just, I just build a skyscraper on a dirt mound, it's going to fall over. But how are skyscrapers built? If you ever lived in a city or anything, they, 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 they dig down for literally months before they ever put a girder mm-hmm. up. You know what I'm saying? They're, they build the biggest meteoric pole I've ever seen in my life. And then they build up higher than I could ever comprehend. And I understand that that's applicable to my life. And I understand that I just need to be patient, but also have the urgency when it counts. Mm-hmm. And you have such a good foundation too, man. Like, it, it, and it's all relative too. Cause I remember like uh, when we first talked and you were even saying before, you're like, yeah, like right now I'm just lost. But I mean, I'm just going to say relative to most people, you're, you're not lost in that term. And I'm not saying that it's like put other people down. I'm just saying that to more so commend you for all the work that you've done on yourself. And again, like, dude, you have great wisdom and insight. So maybe for like that person right now. And first of all, I just want to say that this whole episode is probably one of the best episodes that I've recorded in a while, just because it's, it's so real. It's so raw. And I just want to say thank you so much for literally being so open about it. Cause I think this is one that's going to hit a lot of people deep and dude, like you're being so authentic here. And I can, and, and it's funny because a lot of people ask me, they're like, how, how do you want me to be on the show? Like, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I always tell them, it's like, be you like, don't put a fucking filter on like, like literally just be you. And sometimes you get it. Sometimes you don't. And this is like the full force of it. So I just want to say thank you for that. But for someone maybe who's listening right now, who's like, fuck, like this guy's lost. Like, and then I'm really fucking lost, you know, like maybe someone who needs that foundational stuff. What would kind of be just, you know, maybe like three things that someone can do to start to build that foundation to get them towards it. It starts with what we're doing right now, man. I'm, I'm such a huge advocate of just having the conversation. Um, so in no particular order, w- one thing would just be have the conversation. I alluded to it earlier about talking to a friend. If you don't have a friend, that's not even a bad thing, maybe, because having no friends is better than having shitty friends. <laughs> right? True. You know, very true. Very there's, true. Always a, there's always a silver lining there. It's, just, it's your perception is truly your reality. And that's okay. So have the conversation, get the thoughts that just are swimming around in your head, do no good to you or anybody else in the world. If you want to change the world just for you or for other people, then you're going to have to take action. So have the conversation and, and take action on it. And then my, my thing is always, you know, well, I don't know if this directly relates to your question, but I always want to highlight helping other people too. But what I will say is I'll do the reciprocal of that to properly articulate my answer would be don't be afraid to ask for help. And again, going with the, the cliche theme I have today, apparently that, that sounds <laughs> very cliche to don't be afraid to ask for help. But again, like, cool. I heard it on the podcast. Don't ask for help. I, I see it on memes or whatever on the internet, but dude, for real, like, do you, do you, do you want to make progress? Do you want to actually do something? And you know, I keep on harping on, what works for me may not work for you. And I am in a different point in my life than other people. But like when I talked to the dude PJ last week, like that dude is on some serious shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he's way farther than I'm at, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to try. 
mm-hmm. because if I don't try, there ain't no way I'm get, doing anything. So it doesn't matter if you're playing a different, it doesn't matter if you're somewhere else than me in a different stage of your life. Good for you. You know what? You're way better off in a different stage or way worse off than anybody else. Like everybody is doing some different shit and that's totally cool. Don't focus on them. Have the conversation. Don't focus on them. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Move forward. Just have the confidence in yourself. This is way more than three, Joe, but have the confidence in yourself that you're going to do it, right? Make up your mind that you're going to do it. Like I've said that before too, right? So all these things kind of in totality come to like consistency and building the momentum, right? So you can't just do one of these things, but you have to do one of these things to have the other things. And then once you start gaining the momentum with the consistency of mindset in one of these things, it's going to bleed into everything else in your life. And it's going to bleed whether you're on social media or in your daily life when we get out of the quarantine and you start being around people. Some people are going to be attracted to that. And just like you said in the mastermind this week, some people are not going to be attracted to that. And that's fine because having no friends is better than having shitty friends Mm -hmm. and going out there and admitting the type of person that you want to be will attract the people that you want in your life. And frankly, it will attract the people that you need in your life. So you just need to start and have the faith in yourself that you can do it. Just don't sell yourself short. Yes. And you've told me that many times before. So for a lot of people who listen to podcasts and have a skeptic, skeptical opinion of like, is this person actually who they are in real life? I can't tell you how many times I've talked with Christoph where I've said something and his first response to me was like, dude, you're selling yourself short. Don't sell yourself short. He's told me that many times. So he lives it out. He practices what he preaches. And I think those are just some slam dunk tips for people. Faith in yourself. I mean, Again, it's a little bit of a cliche, but like cliches are, they get passed around for a reason, man, because they're fucking true. And um, ask yourself these questions, you know, like you're asking me some good, tough questions and you know what? I don't even have the answers for all of them, right? Like the why and fulfillment and the things like that. And that's fine. So don't get frustrated with yourself if you don't have all the answers because you probably don't even know what having all the answers means. I don't know what having all the answers means. Is there an all the answers? Is there a figured out? I know for sure there's not a figured it out. So there's probably not, I have all the answers, but there is a try and there is a get out there and do it and ask yes. the questions and get those people in your life. Absolutely. I love that. I love that too, because I don't think, I think if anyone says I want to have all the answers in life, like, I think the point that someone has all the answers, they've stopped growing. And <laughs> yeah, this is exactly right. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing? And uh, yeah, like it's, it's, it's really interesting to always be in that place of not knowing all the answers, but trying to accumulate more and more knowledge along the way. It's like one of those funny paradoxes. And speaking of, speaking of paradoxes, and this kind of ties in my last question. And uh, before I ask it, I will say this, and then I'm going to let you talk about your podcast a little bit and where listeners can find you and everything. But I'll never forget this. When I first when I had you on the show for the first episode, you said this and it stuck with me for a very long time. And I literally think about it almost every day, to, to be quite honest. And I don't think I've ever mentioned this to you. But I asked you, and I, what I asked all my guests on the show, what is fulfillment and what does fulfillment mean to you? And before you went into your definition, you said, you know what, Joe? I'm never going to truly be fulfilled, fully fulfilled in my life. And that was the first time I ever heard anyone say that. And you were like, you know what? 
And it relates to that question of having all the answers or answer of having all the answers or not. You're like, cause I'll never be fully fulfilled because I just love the process of growing and just, and, and going for it and getting better and leveling up. And that's what brings me fulfillment because I'm never going to reach, you know, the full potential, the full fulfillment. And that to me in itself is fulfilling. Yeah. And to me, I was like, and that was like the first time I ever spoke with you too. So it was like, holy shit, this guy's <laughs> <laughs> gotta be friends with this guy. Worked out well. Um, but yeah, man, that was a really interesting answer. And I'm curious to see how your, if it has, your view on fulfillment has changed when I asked that last question. But before I do, where can our listeners find your podcast, follow you on social, see what you're up to and anything else that you think would be useful um, for our guests um, in order to find you? Because, and, and I encourage everyone right now listening, like if there's one guy that you should be following, it's this guy. Seriously. And, and I say that out of all the guests I've spoken with, He's genuine. He's, he's to the point. He'll tell you the things that you need to hear, not want to hear. And I mean, the level of vulnerability and how real he is, um, especially nowadays where you can be anyone who you want to be on social media. I, I think, I think Christoph's the whole nine yards. So anyways, I'll stop talking and let you, uh, let you share where people can find you. <laughs> no drama, man. No, I appreciate it. And uh, appreciate a moment to, to be able to speak towards that. It's just Christoph Lewis on Instagram is at, k-r-i-s-t-o-f-l-e-w-i-s it's also the same for the website christophlewis.com and i mean i'm, I'm everywhere uh, my full name is christopher lewis cockerel go by christoph with the hungarian lineage and um, i'm very proud of that too I, I was just talking about that earlier my mother came over here she emigrated from hungary and she calls me christoph and oh. uh, yeah i dubbed it the christoph lewis podcast it's a little bit more unique i told chris worth that and he wasn't happy with the the whole Chris thing. So I digress. <laughs> I digress. Uh, yeah. Just, just, just hit me up, you know, like I'm taking a step back lately, but I still, you know, make the time to be able to talk to people and, and help people. And it's going to be hard to fully release my grip of that, but slowly, but surely it's a process, man. But yeah, reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk to you about anything here. And That'd be cool if actually, if you disagreed with something I said, and I'd love to know why and be able to discuss more of that. Fuck, dude, we need more people like that in this world. Seriously, <laughs> like seriously, damn, damn. And and I love I love your message too. Is like you got to do what works for you, and it's something I've been thinking about too a lot. Like because like I'll say a message, and someone will be like, "Yeah, I tried it, didn't work for me." And at first, like honestly, ego was just kind of like, "Ah, yeah. fuck it." They're probably like half-assed it or blah, blah blah. But then you know, you take a step back, you're like, "Hmm." Not always the things case. that. Yeah, there's things that people have told me who I've tried and didn't work. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, shit. Well, I, mm -hmm. I, guess, uh, I guess there is something for everybody. And there's not everything for something. For, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But basically, there's no one yeah. size fit all is what I'm trying yeah, to say. No, absolutely. No, this, it's, it's true through and through. That's one of the number one things. One of the number one things I've, I've learned within my podcast. Talk absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And you've talked to so many people. And so I'm going to ask the last question here because I know you and I, man, we can, we can just go on. I would love to, I would love to, but we both, we both are busy guys. Uh, hopefully you less busier over the last uh, few months. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, for my last question here, what does fulfillment mean to you and what fulfills you in life? Yeah. I did want to start by saying it was a really good reminder to to hear what I had said and how it impacted you. And I'll slightly tangent into saying that's why I answered one of your questions before. It's like having the conversation, getting it out is so important because 
I may not have really remembered the details of that, but you did. So people can, you know, regurgitate and articulate to you what you have said. And it's just so important to get that out. Now, after hearing you say that, and yes, I fully remember saying that, and I do still believe in that. And I think it's very paradoxical. It is a paradox. It's very (laughs) difficult to comprehend and enunciate, particularly for me tonight. And that's fine. But I, I, you know, and I'm thinking about it, as you said, and I've been thinking about it the whole time. Like, I know Joe's going to ask this question. And again, I'm kind of on the kick of like, it's all right that I don't really have it figured out. But I think I still believe in fulfillment being that. And I understand, again, being a paradox that I I am fulfilled in the sense of knowing that I won't truly be fulfilled. But like right now, if I stop and think like the family I got in my life, like my daughter, my wife, my friends, my family, dude, I feel good. Like if I, if I kick the bucket tonight, that'd be shitty, but I feel like I've done everything I have, I could have done up until this point. And I feel, I feel fulfilled. However, I'm fucking hungry, man. And I'm so hungry for more. And I'm, I'm also at the same time, not fully fulfilled. And it's not a bad thing. It's not like, Oh, he's not fulfilled. He'll never be fulfilled. He's restless. And you know, he's just never going to No, it's, it's not like that. First of all, this is my definition of fulfillment. So <laughs> it's not going to work for you maybe. And it's I, the art I, of fulfillment. Yeah. And, and I'm, that's cool. Yeah. Let me have my artistic freedom, bro. So there it is. You know, so it's, you know, it's just, how do you want to define it? Define it in yourself. But I think the most important part is again, asking yourself the questions, what will give me fulfillment? What is my why? And taking steps forward to be able to continue to define that for yourself. And I definitely agree again, in conclusion, what I said before to you the first time is I always want to be growing, man. And it's okay to not be fully fulfilled. And it's, it's, it's weird, oddly enough to be fulfilled at the same time and understand that you can still be hungry and that's fine, man. It's totally fine. And uh, that's it, man. I I can't thank you enough for asking that again and bringing it back up. Of course, man. And I don't want to thank you again for your answer, for coming on the show, for being vulnerable, for being raw. And like, I, I remember too, I like brought this up right before we started recording. I was like, Hey man, like, is it cool if I just ask you this question and you were all for it and you did not disappoint. Let me tell you too. If you listen to this episode versus the first episode, um, you can tell the experience of all the conversations that you've had in the way how you're articulating your answers now versus then not saying you were bad then, but there's definitely <laughs> no, an, definitely an improvement. You're, you're, you're picking it up. Like, and so it's cool too, to see, to see how much you've grown and, and how equally, if not more hungry you are to continue to get better. And it's been a pleasure following your journey. So, and so. Of course, man, of course. And dude, you're a great friend and I, I know you're going to do great things. So Christoph, man, thank you for coming on the show again. Much love, brother. Joe, it was an absolute pleasure to come on, man. Just everything you ask is just so in relation and so relative to it just makes sense, man. And just asking the questions is so important. I can't thank you enough, man. Thank you so much for this opportunity yet again. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Art of Fulfillment podcast. First of all, if you loved listening to Kristoff, 
definitely check out his podcast, the Christoph Lewis Podcast. It is amazing. He's interviewed people such as Grant Cardone and Tim Kennedy and so many other big, big names on his show. And he's a great interviewer. And he also has these episodes called Contemplations where he goes out and he just provides massive, massive value to his listeners. So uh, I say this not just because he's a great friend of mine, but because his podcast actually delivers value. It's the reason why we're friends is because I listened to his podcast before. It was adding value to my life and I wanted to reach out to him and we just became friends. So check his podcast out. Also too, to say thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to reach out to me if you need anything from me, such as advice, have questions you want answered, or you're struggling through something, whatever it is, I am here to help. So feel free to DM me on Instagram at Joe Corsione, and I'll be more than happy to help. Regardless, my friends, I will see you on the next episode of The Art of Fulfillment. And remember, create a fulfilling life for yourself. Take care.